Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Hey guys, it's Daniel Smooth from Time to BS. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. And I got something to tell you all today. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one simple place. Let me explain before we start the show. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or even your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one simple place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So what are you waiting for? Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks for tuning in, guys, and enjoy the show. Hey, what's up, Internet? Um, <laughs> uh, it's been a while since we've been able to upload anything. Uh, for good reason, actually. So, Anchor is what we use to upload the podcast. For some reason, over the last two months, um, actually it's been exactly two months tomorrow, since today is the 23rd, tomorrow the 24th, uh, it'll be exactly two months since the last time we were able to upload an episode of the podcast. Um, there were troubles with Anchor, I could, I can't explain what's going on. Maybe there were updates, maybe it was just slow from uh, the obvious global pandemic, but uh, yeah, we're here, things are back to normal, probably, Um, and so this is going to be episode 43 uh, with me and Vinny Lombardi, Um, not to be confused with former Packers great head coach Vince Lombardi, trust me, he's been dead since the 70s. But, uh, no, it's a childhood friend. Uh, we'll be going over some stuff. Uh, it's been a while since that episode was recorded. It was back in, like, early April. So, that was recorded, and then probably tomorrow um, I'll be able to upload um, me and Kyle uh, our initial reactions of the first round of the 2020 NFL Draft. Probably today or tomorrow, but... Just getting a little disclaimer, we're back, uh, ready to go, so uh, glad to be back, guys. It's time to BS, a U-Stadium podcast. No fucking way, who else is here? <laughs> oh, my parents are just out here. My dad's smoking a cigar with me, but All right, I'm up? over to the side. Oh, uh, okay. Alright, man. Hey, look, we're just chilling. <laughs> What's up, everyone? Um, I posted this earlier that I have a good buddy of mine on. Vin, what's up, man? You're drinking, you you're drinking, you're smoking, you're chilling. Yep, living the life. Living, living the life. Can't fucking complain. No reason to complain. Not at all. Oh, man. So what's new, man? What's new? It's been... Fuck. 
It's been a while. Yeah, yeah, it's been a real long time. Yeah. Um, right now we're just uh, we're rocking a rocking rehab on a knee injury. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's 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 tough, but uh. Yeah, can't blame you. Getting through it. I can't blame you that one. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, it, it was a tough one because uh, another buddy of mine on my lacrosse team, um, he did the he had a, a similar injury. And he had surgery like two days before me. He's already up and walking, but my tear was more complex. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not even allowed to walk yet. Fuck, that sucks, man. Yeah. That really does suck. I mean, I'm, I'm showing always my part. Yeah. I mean, I'm a lot better than I was, you know, <laughs> back in high school. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. How's work been going and everything? Good, man. It's good. It's good. Everything's been all right. It's a little slow, but, you know, I was doing what I can to pass the time. I saw you got some ink, too, right? Yeah. You got inked up since? Yeah. You got a lot of ink, right? Yeah, I got a few. I got a few. I got a few going. Yeah, you got the shark going? Nice. Yeah. I got I got my Max's paw. Right. Yeah, I got the island. Right, right. And then you got the fighter, right? Yeah. That was the nice. first one. Love it. That was the first one I got. I plan on getting it. When it's all said and done, I'm planning on two sleeves. Nice. Yeah, that's maybe a few on my hands too. Maybe you never know. Yeah, that's that'd be awesome. That'd be great. I uh, got my uh, first ink um, in September this year. I got a little. How the fuck uh, you of all people haven't had a tattoo uh, yet? <laughs> I got a little, little bird on my. Uh, oh, it's nice. Got a bird on my leg. Yeah. Yeah, I get the my my number for lacrosse on there in Roman numeral. That's cool, man. That's awesome. Yeah, I still got um, still got the old fucking pictures for football. I got the um, I got the wooden template right above my door. I still got everything, man. I see you got the sign back there too. Yeah, I still got that thing. Yeah, yeah I still got mine in my room too. I plan on taking that thing with me when I move out. Yeah, it's a good sign. Oh, it's awesome. It's awesome. So how you been dealing with this stupid virus thing going on? You you and your family are safe, right? Yeah, yeah, we're doing good. Um my uh middle brother, I'm the youngest, right? And uh, yeah. my middle brother, um, he's an NYPD officer. Yeah. Uh, Mikey, right? So he's yeah, uh and Right. Yeah, so he uh he um He's probably been uh, exposed to this virus already because he's been oh, working God. and he's been collaring guys. Damn. In the city. So we can't really see much of him. But yeah. uh, my other brother, my brother's home. That's good. Rocking with us. That's good. That's good to hear, man. That's really good to hear. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. we're we've been uh, not doing much. You know, I can't really do much. No, you can't really do shit because you're. Because you're fucking crippled. What do you expect? Yeah, drink, eat, and smoke. <laughs> I, get, I get everything catered to me. It's yeah, nice it's right awesome. Now. I can't complain. I wouldn't complain yeah. about that. What about you? What have you been doing uh, uh, quarantine? Well, I'm out of beer, so... <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of drinks, so... There's that. I mean, I don't really drink that much anyway. But How about how about with work? You've been still been working and everything? Yeah, I've been working. I mean, I'm... I'm still working, but it's uh, 
You're still. I'm, I'm. I'm waiting for that eventual phone call. For hey, we're shutting down the shop until further notice. Yeah, right. I'm waiting for that. I don't think it's gonna happen, but I, I'm just waiting for that. Yeah, I'm sure you can use a couple of days off. Huh? You've been holding eh. your feet to the fire a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Well, I got a few burns on my arms. I got, I got my stomach cut a little bit. But contractor, we have different okay. contracts for major transportation all throughout the Northeast. What's some of the some of the big jobs you've done? MTA, MTA is the biggest one. Okay, yeah. So you're tearing apart some of those buses, right? Oh, destroying them, <laughs> destroying them. Dest what else do you do for them? Um, well, not much mechanic work, more welding than anything else. Yeah. Um, I'll because I'm one of like the few people there I think that only know how to do sheet metal. They um, they put me on some of the sheet metal work to do, because um, on the size of the buses, that's what is it like fucking? There you go, my tape measure. Not the exact. It's like maybe like, not even quarter of an inch, like three sixteenths of an inch thick. Yeah. Oh, it's thin. It's thin. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm also waiting for. Eventual, you know, government shutdown, but not, not, it's not going to happen anytime soon. It's not, not unless oh, the zombie apocalypse eventually happens or some shit. <laughs> yeah, and this is really some crazy stuff. I never expected to go somewhere. no through something like this in our lifetime. You know? No, I mean we had Ebola, we had the fucking. Swine flu and shit. Right, right, but it didn't blow up as. No, it didn't blow up as bad. All because some dumbass ate a raw bat. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, so our uh, our seniors actually. So I'm still a junior because I went to prep school for a year. Yeah. But our seniors were, had to stay at the academy, so they were stuck there. And. Uh, oh fuck! Really? Yeah, yeah. So Damn! The priority was getting them graduated, so they sent the lower three classes home. And then um, the seniors actually had to stay there. Fuck. But then, um, like, they were all lonely. Like, you know, they were quarantined in their rooms yeah. by themselves. And unfortunately, two kids uh, ended up, like, uh, committed suicide. So it was, Fuck. like, terrible, you know? Yeah. And so, so then the superintendent decided to... Uh, push up graduation so now they're graduating the 18th rather than may 30th oh okay yeah okay. So, so good yeah so i had off for two weeks of school because it, their priority was getting them graduated yeah. and so like i just been hanging out you know i mean you're hanging out i mean you really can't really do much because of your knee <laughs> yeah if there was a time for this type of injury it'd be now so yeah i mean it's like <laughs> I mean, sweet, I tore my knee up at the right time. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, um, I had, I had Merce on weeks ago, about, like a couple months ago, back in February, and right. it was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Just... Merce, Merce, yeah. he's a good guy. He's, he's, um, he's really positive on the social media. And he's fucking, nice. yeah, like, he was already a positive guy, but he just, like, Took it to whole other level, man. Yeah, yeah. No, he's been. Uh, I see him all over Instagram. He's always yeah, he's chilling. He's always chilling. Beats. 
He's always John. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, good stuff. Yeah. I mean, I really can't do much either because, like, I'm moving into my apartment in a, in a month. So, like, going through all sorts of bullshit, like, oh, what, what should I keep? What should I throw out? What should I keep here? Yeah, yeah. Where's the, uh, where's the apartment at? Eh, not that far from here. It's, um, fuck, where is it? Well, I'm on a map here. Uh, it's in fucking Holbrook, but okay. you know, it's a it's a it's a gated community, small ass place, but nice. It's what it's what I can afford, but it is what it is. Oh, I have man, no I place. Can imagine here on the island. I mean, I wanted to move out, like out of state, for the longest fucking time. Um, I thought New Hampshire was it's mountainous there. I fucking love the mountains. Over, yeah, like if it was between. You know, if the beach, if I wasn't near the beach, I would have went up in the mountains easily. Was, yeah. It's quiet. Sure. I, don't even, I don't have any plans of coming back here. I mean, it's so expensive here. And... Unless you're in Colorado. Yeah, yeah. You're I'm in Colorado. Colorado right it's fucking beautiful out there. Yeah, you ever been? I want to go so bad. I've been yeah, to, you... the farthest I've been, um, the farthest west I've been was Vegas. I've been there twice. Okay. So, okay, I kind of have an idea, is I went horseback riding um, way outside of Vegas, and I went to Utah also uh, for Zion National Park. You, Utah's uh, beautiful. Fucking gorgeous, man. Fucking yeah. gorgeous. We played uh, Utah this year, University of Utah. They're and good. The stadium, yeah, they're not bad. They're not bad. They gave us his nail biter. We only won nine eight, I think. Yeah. We got a bunch of kids that work hard on that team. Oh yeah. yeah now, is there like a lacrosse draft essentially? Like. Yeah. So, I don't know if you've been keeping up with it, but there's the MLL and the PLL. Yeah, I remember that. I know those two. Yeah. So the PLL is a newer league, and obviously a lot more attention, and guys want to go there. And I think their draft is coming up maybe this weekend, or the 21st, I think, maybe. Okay. And so, yeah, so the, I think the PLL drafts first, because everyone wants to go to the PLL. So if the MLL was first, and the MLL drafted someone, and then the PLL drafted them, the guys would just say, all right, see yeah, you later fuck it. the MLL, you know? <laughs> yeah, fuck it. But, uh, yeah, so there's going to be a draft this year, but everything's complicated because... The NCAA granted the, all the seniors another or right. another year, right. another year of eligibility. So there's like guys like uh, like this kid Sowers that's like one of the best attackmen in the league, and he is actually going to do another year, but he can't do another year at Princeton because Princeton the Ivy leagues don't respect a fifth year. Right. So they are going to um, so they're gonna he's going to go to another school to play a fifth year. And so, like, that messes things up for the, like, draft. So now, like, some of the draft, they're, they're hurting on players. Like, imagine the NFL didn't get any seniors for a year. Yeah. Like, the seniors went back and played for a year. Like, yeah, it's just, it's I weird. mean, it's happened before. We've seen it happen. I mean, that kid out of Oregon, Herbert, he's a senior. He, he, was, he was supposed to come out last year. Uh, right. Projected to come out last year, stay for another year. And had a better season than he did last year. I mean, 
He's not the top quarterback on the board, so what, what do I fucking know? <laughs> I haven't I haven't heard or seen anything that said otherwise. Yeah. I mean I'm just, I'm curious to see what like every other team's gonna do outside of Cincinnati. Right. I mean I know what the Bengals are gonna do. Yeah. But also yeah. their owner's a dickhead. That's pretty, pretty much a given with, with them, right? Well, their owner is a cocky, cheap bastard who, right. like, he doesn't really care about winning as much as he does, you know, making that sweet green. But yeah, <laughs> that, that's, that's, I mean, Mike Brown learned from his father, but also didn't really inherit some of the good shit from Paul Brown. Um,. I mean, he. You know, I mean, I don't fuck. He also, all the all the personal decisions go goes through him, because Mike Brown is right. also the general manager. So right. they don't really have a true GM outside of Mike Brown, which is, it's a fucking catastrophe of an organization. But you expect nothing less um, for them to draft a quarterback. The thing is, they're not fully sold on Burrow. I don't know why. I mean, yeah, I don't know why it would be. I don't know why, but the Jets. I want to know the Jets. I think will go left tackle easy. You mean some people that I see on social media are saying, "Oh, they should go receiver in the the first round." I say, meanwhile. I look at the offensive lineman and say, are you nuts? Yeah, I, did you see the whole thing about them? Uh, someone put out a thing that where they signed Kaepernick? No. You didn't see that? It was a thing for, like, very short. But uh, I was like, oh, my God, are you serious? Like, did the Jets need to, like, they need to figure out their stuff, man. They... I'm, they just need to, like, clear house or something, to be honest. Like, they've just been a tough team to watch. I mean, Gase is not the worst coach on the planet. I mean, if anyone could get, you know, anything out of Sam, it would be Gase. I'm not sold on him entirely. Yeah. I mean, I would have had him as my offensive coordinator in a heartbeat, but. Well, that you see the stuff with the locker room with that, like, with like uh, Jamal Adams, where they put him up for free agency, and he he's was a like, t- he's a tough son of a bitch because that's who he is. Yeah. Well, get, if you look, Adam Gase is almost the complete opposite of what John Fox was in Denver. John Fox was this locker room guy who always supported his players. Players. Right. Gase only basically cared about you know winning. He wanted to win. I don't blame him. I don't blame him at all. Right. I mean, well, that guy Jamal Adams is a monster. I don't know why you want to get rid of him. I don't know. I mean, what I saw is that Dallas wanted a first round, was willing to trade a, their first round pick, and then some for Adams. Right, 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 right. But that fell through because short time later, Jalen Ramsey got traded, and he went for two firsts and a couple second rounders. Right. So, I'm, I'm, I'm very curious to see how this is going to go the whole season, especially for teams that made the playoffs last year and two years ago, are how 
they're going to be. And in general, it's it's going to be a fucking weird season. Yeah, and who knows what's going to happen with this whole virus stuff. Maybe it's yeah. back, right? Yeah. Or maybe there's no no preseason. You I don't know, think I don't think it'll be a preseason. It's happened before when we didn't have a preseason. That 20, changes things. It does. I mean, it does. But um, we've also it doesn't really change a lot. Yeah, yeah. Because in 2011, the whole preseason was basically canceled. There was a lockout going on. Right, right, right. If you remember that, there was a lockout in 2011 where the preseason was canceled because of the whole CBA bullshit, and the season still kept going. But it was the CBA really didn't get finished until I think midway through the season. And, but, I don't know, I, I, I gotta see what the draft holds before I can really, you know, see, oh, you're gonna make the playoffs, you're not, or you're a Super Bowl team, I, I don't fucking know. I right. don't know shit. Yeah. There's, there's a lot, I mean, stuff always changes, like, look at, look at Tom Brady going to the Bucks now. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, I knew I knew what happened eventually. He would leave New England. What? Did you see what he said about leaving a legacy? Like he didn't really care. He doesn't about give that. a fuck. I that was him. interesting. Yeah, he doesn't give a fuck. He he really doesn't give a give give a fuck at all. Yeah, no. Like he's uh, I would think a guy like that, you know, with all those rings and. Well, and he just goes down for shit. It'd be different if it was, you know, I don't know. Let's put in perspective, Antonio Brown. I mean, it'd be different if it was him. If he only cared about his, if he, well, he does care about himself. Well, if he, like, if he were to pull a stunt like that and had the championships that Brady had, yeah. That would be different. Yeah. Fuck, that's a bullshit in my eye. Sucks. But, I mean, all all the, I don't really, I don't really pay attention to what athletes say. He is, really, your actions speak louder than words. Yeah. That's why I don't, that's why also I don't pay attention to politics, really. Because, okay, you say all this shit, like, to everyone, like on newspapers, right. social media platforms, fucking CNN, and really, your actions speak louder than words. It's yeah. like, for example, you can tell someone that you care about them, but you have to show them that you care for them. Right, yeah, exactly. And... That's... <sighs> It's it's a it's a stupid way of thinking in the end, but when you think long and hard about it, it makes sense because it's sort of like the way of saying, of saying "Okay, prove it." Like, yeah, yeah. Politics is a is a rough area now. I feel like uh, I just recently. Uh, got on like hinge you know what hinge is 
I've been through it. <laughs> and I feel like, yeah. And I feel like, uh, they put like political preference. I feel like I don't want to put something because like, then like what someone's going to judge me off of that or like not want to talk to me because of that. But that's I will, how it is now. Listen, I think, you know, this whole, this whole judgmental time is, I mean, cause everyone judges everyone. It's, it's stupid. I mean, it's high, it's middle school bullshit that we're dealing with as adults. Seriously. Right. I mean, like, coming out of high school, I never really noticed it, but as the years went on, I start to notice it now. Like, holy shit. Like, right. yeah, you're judging uh, people I, that you really shouldn't judge like people. A, I mean... I think, it's, I think it's important to, like, stick to what you believe to and everything. Yeah. But, like, some sometimes you can't even involve, like, uh, politics and, like family holidays no no i will tell you for a fact that is impossible (laughs) yeah no it's like it's interesting nowadays you know like versus like a couple years ago before like obviously uh, the whole trump administration came through but um you know i i I do think that yeah no yeah no keep going i'm on i'm on yeah i i think that he's been doing a good job but it's interesting to see what will happen this election i don't think that uh, Biden is the one to put up against him if I, you want to have a chance. Let me let me get this because Mars asked me back in February, "What's you know your political view? What's my political okay, views?" Yeah, yeah. And my honest opinion of politics is that I think it's a whole is I view political debates and like political everything. As what's going on in ESPN now? Like if you if you, it's you because you're laughing now because yeah. I feel like you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And I don't think you know people fully understand like how similar they are. And I I watched you know maybe one clip of a political. I think it was the 2016 election, and. I also saw some clip, like, because here's the thing. Sports analysts are really just, they don't know anything. I don't think they know anything. I'm, I mean, I, I think I don't know anything either. But in the end, yeah. I mean, it's shit. It's, well... Think of it this way. Well, reporters report to analysts, like, what's going on. And the analysts are supposed to debate, like, okay, like, you're wrong for this reason. I'm right for this reason. You, and the other person says, no, you're wrong for this reason. I'm right for this reason. And everyone throws chairs and shit. It's ridiculous because it's fucking middle school bullshit that I really don't want to deal with. And meanwhile, I'm... Because... When, when I turn on ESPN... Or fucking whatever... Um, when, I may, when I mainly turn on ESPN... There are some guys that I will listen to. And that I will listen to for knowledge. Um, a perfect example is... Down in Miami... 
I don't know if you've heard of Dan Lebitard, but he's part of the reason how I got myself into radio and then eventually into podcasting. So he's okay, he's. No, I, I haven't really heard of him. I'm gonna have to look it up. Dan Lebitard. Dan Lebitard. So he he's a nutcase. He well, he's not really a nutcase as much as he's the quote unquote rebel sports fan. Right, um, okay. He has his own radio show down in Miami, and um, you can find it on the podcast app. But um, he he's not really afraid to speak his mind because he, he doesn't give a shit. I mean, he knows that all sports today is like sports talk and political talk is the same shit. It's right. Yeah. It's okay. This person said yada yada yada. Now debate. Go. It's the same shit. It really is. I mean, there's no real sports, you know, real sports talk, like analyzing, yeah. like analyzing a basketball game. It's always, oh, what did LeBron James do now? It's, <laughs> it's fucking stupid. It's like breaking news: LeBron James took a gigantic shit. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I don't give a fuck. Cause <laughs> I don't. Yeah. No, I, I hear what you're saying. It's like, uh. Controversial and like kind of losing its touch. It's lost its touch for the last ten years, really. It really has. It's it's a sad, it's a sad time, but it is what it is, and sometimes you just gotta deal with it. And right, back when you said about a uh, joining hinge, I mean, <laughs> I mean, hell, if. You gotta do what you gotta do, but, like, if a girl comes up to, let's say, I don't know, fucking one of us and says, oh, like, what are your political views? And Jesus, that ear just rang. <laughs> but if a woman asks your political views or whatever, I do what I always do. I, I'm just honest. I'll be honest. Yeah. Right. Because... You can't really you you can't lie about it. I mean, cause no, cause her parents are gonna want to. Her parents are gonna want to know, like, hey, what are your thoughts on you know such and such? Yeah, and because part of the reason I I never really got along with um, any of my ex's parents. Um, why is that? Well, cause. My most recent relationship, um, I loved her family. I did. And, you know, I thought, okay, I thought of this like a second family in the end. Right. Um, but whenever they would talk politics, they were extreme Republicans. Like, extremist Republicans. I don't give a fuck. Right. I'm, I'm a registered Republican. But right. when it's, it's like almost that when, like, we're having dinner or some shit, and out of nowhere, they'll start talking politics. It's like... I'm just eating dinner, man. Come on. Ask you about... Ask, I'll ask you about your day. Not about your fucking politics. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> I dropped yeah, something. No, a, I mean... You gotta, like... Know who your listeners are. You know what I mean? Like, or, like... Yeah. Not, not, not on a podcast. I'm talking, like, uh, just, like, in person. Like, you gotta... In general. You know, if it's your thing to talk politics, and that's your thing, but you got to recognize the people around you. Like what, if they don't want to be part of that, like just dial it back. You know? Yeah. 
it's it's fucking heinous because but you also can't really talk about our shit without getting permission to to talk about something because everyone's so fucking sensitive. Right. I mean yeah. say what you want, I'm a I'm a sensitive motherfucker, but you got people who are causing riots and shit because of other people's political views. That's or, the worst though. I mean like yeah, have your political views. But when people are getting violent at protests, that's the worst. I mean, on, on both sides, like, that's just, like, defeating your, like, argument. It's, de- it's defeating the purpose of, you know, your actual argument. Exactly what you said. And, fuck. There it is. That's something my teeth. <laughs> and... You have all the you have all these protests going on for all, for all kinds of shit, and I get it, and mo- and some of these protests are meant to happen. I get it. It's it's life. It is what it is. But there are also some protests going around that's all for to end social distancing or whatever. Because there's something going on in Vancouver right now and over in Canada where. Like, end quarantine or some shit. I don't know. I haven't seen that it's, yet. It's stupid. It's well, absolutely it. fucking stupid. They want to end it, like, earlier than... Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's just ridiculous. You're going to listen... You're not going to listen to the professionals that, and the doctors that, like... I mean, obviously, everyone's going through this, and it sucks. But yeah. Like, you have to. Yeah. It's... But... I'll bring up another point. Did you see there's a clip around of some college, like a whole shit ton of college students down in Florida right, on spring right. break? I think I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. And <laughs> I look at it like, motherfucker, are you nuts? <laughs> yeah, that kid's a knucklehead. They're all knuckleheads. And I, I, yeah. I have nothing against barstool sports, but I'm pretty sure they're all stoolies. <laughs> Right, that kid was saying, I don't care if I get the virus, I'm trying to party, right? Like, goddamn, I mean, we were all knuckle, we were all idiots once. We were all idiots once. We've all done stupid shit. It's, no one's perfect. I don't understand this whole lifestyle of, oh, I'm I'm the most perfect person in the world. Nothing's wrong with me. Like, shut up. Everyone's done something wrong in their life. No one's perfect. But... Putting basically everyone in danger um, for the sake of a simple party or a drink or whatever is fucking stupid. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely fucking stupid. It's like, why? Yeah, just because you want to have a good time and you're going to risk, like, the rest of your family. They'll probably go back home to their family. Like, they're quarantined with them now and they give them all the virus. Like, it's just stupid. Yeah, you're fucking stupid. <laughs> Uh, oh man uh, before we continue we're going to take a quick break guys
we're back. <laughs> I sound so enthusiastic. <laughs> they probably missed us while we were gone. Right? <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, uh, I told you, as I was telling you uh, before we start recording again, um, I understand why people think life is so hard, but also... When you think long and hard about it, it's not that complicated. To quote George Carlin, life is not that complicated. You get up, you go to work, eat three meals, take one good shit, then go back to bed. It is. It's simple. If you're lucky, if you're lucky you get two, right? If, yeah, if you're lucky, you get two good shits, but you know. <laughs> but, um, we, it's, George, you would have a fucking field day. In this shit show of a society we're in. In yeah. this sense of, in this, you know, the pussification of America, if you put it, if you put it to good terms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everything's so sensitive now. You gotta watch what you're saying. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I used to, but like, I, I don't give a fuck. Um, yeah. You might get a, you might get a letter. On the podcast committee. Oh, shut up. I don't care. <laughs> I'll say, okay. I would say, okay. Um, how how long does it take for you to write this letter? And how, what could you have done in X amount of time instead of writing this letter? <laughs> you could have filed your taxes. <laughs> That's great. Um, you get that, uh, the stimulus check hit this morning for me. Oh, really? Yeah. That's I gotta check good. mine. I gotta check if it hit me. I don't know. Waiting. I got my tax returns, which is good. Yeah, once that hits the bank, it's a party. Yeah. <laughs> well, I also want to fuck with my car, but I don't okay. also. Like. Yeah, so you get the. I always see the daily. I love the daily. The snaps of uh of the songs, the daily song. <laughs> Return of the Mac, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how I found. I don't know. I don't remember how I found that song out. Um, actually, I do. I do remember now. Um, I think it was Burger King. Funny enough. Really? Um, yeah, Burger King basically did a remix of that song called "Return of the Mac and Cheetos." Oh right, right, right. And right. I was like, "What is that song? It's got a good beat. It's a good tune." And so I looked it up on YouTube. For the commercial again, and that song came up. I was like, "That song's been around since 1996." That's a good one, and it's a it is a good one. But you know, I also view you know, like you know, people criticizing everything. As I said earlier, um, people criticize music and shit way too much. Like you thought criticizing yeah. politics were bad. Holy shit, the music community. <laughs> yeah, people really get after music, like. People have their music and they stick to it. Like I, I kind of listen to like every genre. Yeah, I'm down with anything. Yeah, like if I okay, if I'm feeling this genre, if like if I have you know this kind of genre in my playlist or whatever, I'll put it on. I don't give a shit. But you know, people tell me it's like, oh, why do you listen to classic rock? It sucks. Or like, oh, country sucks. I hate it with a burning passion. It's like, okay. That's your opinion. I don't care. Music's music. Right, yeah. It's like no, saying, no. it's like grass is grass. Or cloud. a cloud is a cloud. 
Yeah. It's always going to be there. Music is always going to be there. Like, yeah. you ever try making a drum beat with two pencils? That's music. It's always going to be <laughs> yeah. there. I mean, I, I don't understand why the fucking Grammys are still around, but they are because they make good money. But why yeah. do I care? I mean, yeah, exactly. It's like, I love, uh, so I, I do like country music. And yeah. I, this one song by Kenny Chesney is just called Old Blue Chair. You know that song? I think I have that, actually. I think it's Perks of Apple oh. Music. Yeah, he just he just made a song literally about the chair. <laughs> he was just vibing and like Cuz that's Kenny Chess, Old Blue Chair. Yeah, that's it. There it is. Uh, it's Kenny. <laughs> it's fucking Kenny. Yeah. I expect just, nothing less. Like people can say all they want, but this guy just literally sat down and made a song about chair. I never really did. But, yeah, no, there's there's definitely some good rap songs. I mean, there's some where it's like, nowadays they're making new music and it's like, I don't know, so they're kind of the yelling the same crap over so and over. What the fuck are you doing? But yeah. now, <laughs> I'll listen to... I'll listen to rap now, and it's like, okay, it's fine. But as I keep going further down the rabbit hole, it's like, you're shit. Yeah, like, you're you know who's bad. great? Uh, Lil Dicky. Listen to Lil Dicky. I have once. I really never got into it. He's, he's pretty funny, man. He's... But, like, I got... I work with a few guys who are from Los Angeles, and they listen to this shit now, and they're like, you two have never heard of Gangstar, have you? <laughs> <laughs> or, like, Old School Nelly or Nez, or, like, Eminem during his glory days or some shit. Or, like, shit. Big L? Yeah. Yeah. And, um... And they... I forget what... One of them said, he showed me Nez and a uh, whole bunch of shit. I was like, oh, this is good. Like, because if, li- if you listen to the 90s, like, rap, like Regulators, for example, by uh, Warren G. Um, if you listen to the song thoroughly, it tells a story. And, you know, I appreciate Is this still work? Oh, okay, so we just lost roughly about... I want to say 20 minutes. Oh, shit. That sucks. That's whatever. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk whatever. Um, yeah. Before. Right. What's I have up? a question for you. Yeah, what's How up? How did you get into the, uh, into the podcast biz? Well, I got it. I, I wanted to do radio before I got into welding. And. Okay. You know, I, because. I, um, there was something about, you know, sports talk radio and some people that, you know, really speak their mind about what they think. Yeah. And because, you know, I was, I'm a sports junkie. I'm not afraid to say, I don't give a fuck, but, um, radio didn't really take off because I think the closest, what the fuck, man? Okay. What the fuck? Fuck, why is this freezing? Can, it's cutting off. No, it's fine. What the hell? Alright, hold on. Have to... No problem. Can, no can you see me? I can see you, yeah. Good. Alright, that's awesome. Alright. So, fucking stupid software. Damn. Technology is not working in my favor today. Um, 
radio didn't really take off. Um, because I think the, at the time I, I wanted to go to college, the closest like college that I knew that was like really into radio, I think was the Connecticut School of Broadcasting. Um, I didn't, until much later that, like much later into my welding career that I found out, oh, like there's some schools in Long Island that specifically do radio. I had no idea. Yeah. And, I mean, it is what it is. I'm happy in my world with being a welder. I mean, yeah. I get to I get to tear shit down, burn it, <laughs> yeah, it build like shit. I get to build shit, but also like, I I uh, <laughs> I became a much better person <laughs> as a welder. Um, yeah. I'm no longer you know a pussy <laughs> to put it that way. <laughs> Um, cause now I don't give a fuck. Like, Hey, I'll get like, some people will get on my nerves, but you know, just give me five minutes and I'll be fine. Um, right. whereas, you know, back in high school, I would literally beat the shit out of people. <laughs> yeah. You remember, yeah, you remember, um, what's up? Throw on the lacrosse helmet, the lacrosse gloves and go at it. Um, there was uh do you remember when I uh, pushed Chris Gallo into a wall? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. You still remember, remember that? that? Yeah, yeah, of course. I, I, uh, <laughs> and uh <laughs> I forget what he I forget what he did. Like now I don't give a fuck. I I have a good relationship with him now. Yeah. Um like I'll I'll talk to him. But uh <laughs> uh I still like I don't think I fully apologized to him for pushing his face into a wall. Thank god he was wearing a helmet though. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, I remember that. Because I threw him hard, I think. Yeah. <laughs> he was, I was I twice his size. I was, I think I was twice his size. Um, yeah, yeah. But, uh. Good you know, times back in <laughs> high, high school, man. Yeah. But, um, I didn't really know what to do with my life. Like, during high school. I wanted to get into radio throughout high school. Never really took off. And then Bosis kicked in. Uh, that's how I got into welding. Okay. Uh, which originally, I got into welding from my sister. Uh, she introduced me to it. And it just it went off, it took off from there. And I didn't really start the podcast until maybe two years ago? Right, I remember... You ran the other podcast. Um, yeah, I had a, I had like a couple sample podcasts. I was like, oh, this isn't just a quick idea, right? And this then, is the one, but this is the one that's been going for the longest, right? The Sports Cave, or the 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 first show, was the Sports Boys Cave, Cave. Right. and that had a few guests on there that I've been trying to get back on here, but haven't had success. Um, I had Joel Corey on, who was, who was a former NFL agent, is also a salary cap specialist of CBS Sports. I've had an NHL writer on, I, a Brian Collins that I've had him on. Um, wow, wow. Yeah, that was a that was a fun time to get him on. He's a he's a good guy though. He's a really good guy. Yeah. Um, and that was around the time. Um, I think it was after John Tavares left the Islanders. Um, I called him 
I would I asked him on, and right. you know, and the, and the wound was still fresh. It still is. It's the wound's still there. Right, John you're, leaving. You're pretty hard. Uh, you're a pretty hard Islander fan. Yeah, people like like people sometimes like really don't know me. Got my nerves. Like, oh, you're a fake Islander fan. And I turn to them. I say, "Motherfucker, say that again." Because <laughs> <laughs> those are my boys. I I want to get. Part of the sleeve that I'm doing is one of the next tattoos I'm getting is an Islander logo, my bicep. Right. And I want to get that done, like, soon. So what's their plan? Are they coming back to the Coliseum? They're staying. From what I know is that this year, well, this upcoming season, and I, I think it's this upcoming season is their last season at the Coliseum. And then next year, 2021, is Belmont. Oh, they're moving to Belmont? So, oh, yeah, you haven't seen it in the paper? So, no, I haven't half the building's it. built, man. <laughs> like, Be- like, Belmont race. Th- so, the whole idea with Belmont goes back to the to the late 90s. When Charles, I would think it was Charles, no, it was the early 2000s with Charles Wayne, their, their, orig- their last owner, um, who wanted to do the Lighthouse Project. Which unfortunately got taken down because he didn't get enough money from the public or some shit, and then basically fucked off to Brooklyn. Um, uh, yeah. It's like I don't, I don't care. It's like okay, is the team good? It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I mean, the old barn's gonna be like my second home, and you know I was at a I was at the JT's return when he came back. Yeah. Uh, the first game he came back. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> they were getting after him. So, um, the crowd was the crowd was into it even before I got into the arena. Uh, it was packed. So, yeah, um, yeah, it was nuts. It was fucking nuts. <laughs> they were getting after him, you know, like uh. What's his name? Uh, Frank Borelli over there at uh, Barcelona. I met him. I met Frankie. Oh, I yeah, met Frankie. Yeah. That guy's uh, awesome. <laughs> yeah, they are awesome. We I met his dad um, when we came out here two years ago for a scrimmage against Hofstra. Yeah. We ate dinner there. And oh my God. I haven't gone to Borelli's yet. I want to go there. Yeah, so they're, bad. They're great over there. We got in there and we were in uniform because we just got in. We just flew in. So we were all in our ABUs, which is like our camera uniform. Yeah. And it's like Friday night, and they got karaoke going on. There. That's they awesome. They put on God Bless America. Right? That's, That's great. And everyone's clapping, standing up. It was, it was funny. It was a great time. That's awesome. Um, I was like, yep, we're back on the island. I noticed Frankie right off the bat in his Andrews Lee Crimson Chin shirt. Yeah. It was awesome. And I was with my... Uh, my now ex, at the t- my then girlfriend at the time, and I turned to him and said, Saturdays are for the boys! I gave him a high five. <laughs> I dapped his ass up. It was awesome. Um, but yeah, that whole game was just intense. Um, yeah. Because Toronto scored the first goal, and from then it was just like, okay, it's on. <laughs> Six unanswered goals, yeah. and, you know, People will say that all oh, Islander fans are us Islander fans are dickheads how they treat Tavares like 
if you actually follow the team and follow what he did, like he pulled a Kevin Durant. I know it's the, I know it's two completely different sports, but he pulled a Kevin Durant. I'm not. Right. A, he pulled a Kevin Durant because yeah, yeah, he did. You have so much sympathy and drive to re-sign with the team and basically you give the whole franchise a finger and bolt your ass to Toronto. Now granted he went home, it's fine but it's it still stings like because that was your franchise player and he bolted his ass out of Long Island when not only Trotz got here but also Lou Lamorello got here. And right. when when Lou first came here, I I texted a friend of mine. I said, Gar Snow's gone. There's no way Snow survives this. And sure enough, two weeks later, during the draft, during the combine, the NHL combine, fired his ass. They fired him and Doug Waite. Uh, the head coach, and I think within a week after they fired them, Barry Trotz was hired because that same week they uh, the Capitals won the Stanley Cup, and oh, man. it was awesome. Yeah, I remember I had a couple guys from uh, like Virginia right around the D.C. area, and they were like uh... – they were going crazy when the Capitals won. Oh, I was, was like, awesome. "Oh my god, it's great." Um, I had a few friends go to Game One uh, between the Isles and Penguins uh, last postseason, and it, it said it was one of the loudest. It was one of the loudest times that they've ever heard at Nassau Coliseum because, like, okay, it's a piece of shit building. But it's our right. piece of shit. It's no, our like, piece of shit. Like we own that. We it's our piece of shit. Piece of yeah. So back earlier when I said uh, the lighthouse project with Charles Wang, um, fucked off to Brooklyn or whatever. Um, then John Ledeck and Scott Malkin purchased the team in 2015. Yeah, 2015 they purchased the team. And their first, their their main goal was to get the Islanders a permanent home on Long Island. And it was like, okay, what are you going to do? Like, you, you can't go out east because Suffolk County won't do that shit. No way. Um, yeah, no, the... Uh... The Coliseum is great, though. The Coliseum, I, mean, like... I, 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 I want to go to at least two more games before they go to Belmont. Do but... they still hold the FDMY MYPD game there? Because I, I, I went think one year so. for that. I went one year for that, and wow, that was, that was a Nuts. great time. I think they do. I think they still do. But Nassau Coliseum is still going to be there because they renovated the fucking building. So they have to keep it, right? But um, no. If you if you look at pictures of Belmont Racetrack right now, half the arena is built. Half the arena is built. Wow, it's nuts. So, you think by the twenty twenty one season? Yeah, it'll be open by then. 
Nice. It'll be open That's, by then. It's gonna be a gorgeous be fucking arena. Too bad they can't just go back to the Coliseum full they, time. They really can't. Yeah. They, they can't because it's it's not an an NHL regulation arena. Meanwhile, they have playoff games there. Well, I mean, I went to the Barclays Center for a game, and I felt like the layout just wasn't good for it. I knew this. I went to Barclays Center one time, twice actually. Once for Monday Night Raw for WWE. Wow, I didn't know they held that there. Yeah, they awesome. do. They do. Um, and me, a buddy of mine got me tickets to go see Raw. And I went there. It was awesome. It was awesome. Because it was my first WWE event. It was awesome. But I got fir- maybe one of those. First thing I noticed was the Jumbotron is not centered with the arena. It's not. Yeah. It's not. Yeah, no. And I went to an Islander game at Barclays Center, I think, two years later? No, it was actually a year later. Uh, they were playing the Senators. This was Doug Waits last season. Um, well, it was technically his first full season as head coach. And it was... I noticed it because we... It was, it was, it was noticeable right off the bat. Like... You are not centered. Why are you not centered? <laughs> that is a problem. Like, if I had if I had the rights to this building, I would have put that thing on like six like, on like a bunch of rails, like interchangeable rails, and like slid it somehow. Right, right. Like to the center of the ice. And then I went to Nassau. Um the following year for JT's return, um, yeah. it was awesome. <laughs> and nothing beats the Coliseum. What? Nothing beats the Coliseum. Nothing. Shakes. Nothing. It's home, and um, I think it was a few months later. I went to another game at Nassau Center Ice. Right, Center Ice. I think it was second second row for the ice. Wow. It was awesome. And it was yeah. against the Tampa Bay Lightning. And oh, it was great. It was like, this is fucking great. And, you know, my my absolute, because, you know, I witnessed the Seahawks winning a Super Bowl. I witnessed, you know, them losing the Super Bowl twice. Yeah, right, right. Right, twice. Right, right. <laughs> Um, both Watch times they should have shut up. Both times they should have won. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know it's like okay, football's my football. Like I know most about, but you know I grew up. I grew up. You know I was raised an Islander fan. You know, right? Some people ask me how'd you become an Islander fan? It's like I thank my parents for it because, um. They raised me as an Islander fan. My 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 mom was a bigger hockey fan than my dad, because uh, whenever he watched an Islander game, they lose. That's that's his curse. I don't know why, but it's just weird superstition. Um, yeah. If the Islanders are somehow let's say three nothing of three nothing in the Stanley Cup final game four is at the Coliseum, I'm so fucking going that game. Yeah. I'm going. I don't care how expensive the tickets are. I'm going. 
Because, and I would be prepared to cry my ass off if they win that game. I, I, and they would too, because like the Coliseum is just so rowdy. That's a home field. That's a home ice advantage to our throat. Like people say, oh, like M- M- Madison Square Gardens is Madison Square Gardens is a home ice advantage, but like, and like Bridgestone Arena in Nashville is a home ice advantage because those people are fucking into it. Yeah. And if you can like get into the players' heads, like I've I've seen it happen. I mean, Toronto was a damn good team. Like they had superstars yeah. on that team and they crushed them. I well, mean it really it really makes a difference with like getting your home ice advantage. That's like. So awesome. Um, I will be, uh, no, I will seriously, um, I may sound like a dick, but the Islanders winning the Stanley Cup would probably be better than, like, getting married or the birth of my first child. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. That's how you know you're dedicated. Yeah. I mean, what what can I say? I'm getting a tattoo of it. I'm getting a tattoo of their logo. That's right. that's there for life. Yeah. And, you know, I've had a couple of girls, like, I already say, like, cotton in my tattoos. Like, oh, it's a fucking nice tattoo. Like, it's like, which one? <laughs> <laughs> the shark one's great. The I shark is all, that, that took a whole year to get done. Um, really? With all the shading? No, actually, um, in between sessions was a full, was almost a full year. Wow. It was bad. It was horrible. Um, I got it done almost before Christmas two years ago. And due to, like, financial reasons, I couldn't get it done. I got the dog. I got Max's paw done, though. Right. And that was, like, an impulse. Yeah. You know. um, But around Christmas time recently was when I fully got this thing done. And it was right, so right. awesome. But it's not my favorite tattoo. I mean, Max's paw is. Yeah. Is, yeah. I mean, oh, man. That was hard. Yeah, I mean, I, my dog, my dog's 13, almost 14. And I'm like, man, what am I going to do? Yeah. Be right, know. man. Like, be, be right. I'm not, I'm not saying, like, to be a dick. I'm saying, like, as, you know, your friend. Right. That shit is some of the hardest shit you will ever go through. Because, like, okay, I understand, because I've lost family members. I've lost, you know, I've lost people I was close to. Like, people I've went to school with. School? People I went to school with, I've I've lost. I've lost coworkers. Um, But... Oh fuck! Yeah, I can I could imagine, man. So, sorry. I remember. Yeah, I mean, like these these dogs have been with us our whole lives. You know, yeah. we grew up with them, and yeah, dogs are great, man. Yeah. So, I remember coming home from work, and. My parents wanted to sit me and my brothers down because my sister was in Virginia, is still in Virginia. Um, 
and she wasn't you know available for the for this time and you know my dog was already having some issues he he was diagnosed with diabetes okay. um and you know he, he had you know some you know digestive problems and you know i knew it was coming but i didn't i because you know people don't live for like Everyone doesn't live forever. Even dogs don't live forever. You like dogs to live forever because they love you unconditionally. But, you know, I knew it was coming, but I just didn't expect right now. And right. they sat me down and they said, "We um, he has a, he has a kidney disease. And the vet told us we have to put him down. And I lost it. Lost it. Immediately yeah. lost it. Because I remember the first day we got him, and, you know, he was a little fuzzball. He was a puppy. Oh. He, he, was, he was my little fuzzball, and, you know. Right, right. I am, like, fuck. I'm going to cry my ass off now. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Yeah. and, uh, that whole work, that whole week I went to work, I couldn't get anything done. Yeah. I couldn't get anything done. It was... You know, even some of the bosses came up to me and, you know, asked me what's going on. Like, how's everything going at home? And I told them what happened. And, you know, the whole shop, the whole shop was like, like, they came up to me and, like, they just, they helped me get through the whole week. And that Friday was the worst Friday of my life. Yeah, I can imagine, man. It's, it's, it's a tough um, thing to go through. We went to we went to the animal hospital, and I'm just crying like a fucking baby. I'm, yeah. I lost it. I lost it. I I lost him. I lost him when we went into the fucking car to go there. I yeah. lost it when I woke up that morning. Is, um, we went into the room, you know. You know, he was you know his usual self, like happiest can be, like all oh, my family's here. And I held him in my arms the whole time. Right. Fuck. Sorry, man. No, you're good. You're good. Oh, fuck. Like, because the day, be- the night before, was, um, was my dad's an architect and he got ink pads. He brought home ink pads and we got his paw print put on, inked on a piece of paper. And. I think it was three days after we put him down, um, I got the tattoo done. And after my artist finished it, I cried my ass off because, like, that's my little buddy. Yeah, he he did a good job, too. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was she, she did a good job, actually, not to be politically correct, but, uh, yeah, no, over at our rows, they're awesome. They're awesome. And, you know, uh, I wanted her to, I wanted her to do it because, um, you know, because she, uh, she did, she did some really good work. She really did. And, you know, sometimes I'll play, um, I'll play some music that he, uh, that he would fall asleep to every now and then. And I'd lose it because it's like, okay, I had a dog prior to him. I had a German Shepherd, um, Ginger. Okay. 
And, you know, she's a big dog. We unfortunately had to send her away because my little brothers um, had, you know, an allergic reaction to her all the time. But, okay. you know, this was, you know, this was my best friend. This was my little buddy. And yeah. he helped me get through some hard shit, you know, right. in my life. And, you know, it still hurts. It's been almost a year and it still fucking hurts. Yeah. Like, it feels like Sorry, it, was just, man. it feels like it was just fucking yesterday, man. Yeah. It was bad. It was really bad. I'm sorry to go through that. I couldn't imagine. I can't imagine what I'm going to have to go through, but yeah. It's tough. Dogs are great, man. Yeah. At least you get so many good memories, you know? Yeah. Think of the positive side, right? All the the good times, you know? Yeah, guys. uh, I got this picture. I got this picture of him on my lock screen. Um, This is a... I don't know if you can see that's... I always got that picture of him on my lock screen from the day, from the day it, he passed. It. That's the I've had that picture on my lock screen the whole time. I love it. Yeah, and that's uh, you know, he always he always loved steak bones. Um, and whenever I would cook a steak, he was always well, sitting next to me like, "You're not gonna finish that, right?" <laughs> <laughs> that's good stuff. It's good shit, man. It's really good shit. Oh, man. Dude, this was awesome. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, no, I, I'd be happy to come on again. Maybe fuck get, yeah, uh, man. Get, like, a couple couple people on, you know? Hell yeah. And when this whole virus thing goes out, and hopefully you can walk by then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll grab a couple beers. <laughs> yeah, we'll go, we'll go a couple beers, go a quick drive. I don't know. We'll do, we'll do shit. Yeah. Reconnect, reconnect with the whole, I'll reconnect with a whole bunch of people, man. It's been too long. I feel like I've, you know, wasted my life these last four years doing nothing. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. That's not. Absolutely. Maybe, maybe we can get uh, Dina Cole on here. Absolutely. I'm trying to get him on, man. <laughs> over in Japan. He's I'm trying to get him on. Right Hell yeah. Whenever, whenever he's home, get it. I'll get his ass on. We'll have to catch him at a good time and we'll get on here and BS. Whatever that is. <laughs> oh, man. I'll talk to you later, brother. This was fucking fun. <laughs> All right, sounds good, man. You're good. You too, brother.